What's up, everybody? Jeffrey Lyles, Lyles Movie Files, coming at you one more time. Guys and fellas, we're about to do this bad boy, talking about some movies, some TV shows, and a little bit of everything else. What's up, little brother? How are you tonight? Good. How are you, brother? I would complain. I'm going to hold off on it for right now. Chief, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. You know? And uh, we would love to hear you complain, but it's not enough time. It isn't. You know, it's a limited edition podcast, so we got to keep this thing rolling. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Big Gun, what's up with you? What's good? Everything's good. What's up, what's up with y'all? How's, how's life? Everything good? Everything is life. Let's start off with Marvel's What If. They've dominated the big screen in 2020, 2021. They've decided to start conquering the small screen with some amazing TV shows. WandaVision, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, was last one. Loki, of course. And now we've got What If. Now, What If is taking all those cool stories that we've come to know and love from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, switching one teeny tiny thing that has major repercussions throughout the universe. It's the butterfly effect of the Marvel Studios world. And the very first episode aired today, and it was, what if Peggy Carter got the secret super soldier serum? In essence, what if Peggy Carter got it instead of Steve Rogers and became not Captain America, but Captain Britain? Now, we've already got a character named Captain, Captain Britain. Let's call her Captain Carter. Gentlemen, I like this episode. I really like the concept of what if in general. It just opens up so many possibilities of fun ways they can change the story. So Captain Carter starts off, and what did you guys think about this one? Let's start with you, Broshot. Okay. Um, I gotta say, I hated it. Um, once again, Marvel puts out something that's easily very good, and DC can't get anything right. I mean, I, I was literally like, I mean, it felt like it was this was written like a fully fleshed out comic book. But what if? I'm like, did y'all take this from source material? Cause this was really like, hey, here's what if. Hey, Carter, it's like, oh, you had Steve Rogers. You had the Iron Man suit invented by T Howard Stark because he's now got Tesseract energy. And like said, I think it was an Iron Man too. He's like, I'm limited by the technology I have. So I couldn't come up with some of this stuff. He gets a Tesseract. He makes an Iron Man suit 40 years in advance before his son even does. So it's like, wow. And then, I mean, you bring in random, like, Super Hive. I'm like, wow, this is really a good comic book. And if you want to make a movie out of this, you really could. It was embarrassing. Um, especially for 30 minutes. It's like, wow, I can fill in every gap you have in this. It still makes sense. And it's like, wow. This, this is pretty good. I'm 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 gonna enjoy my next installment next week. So but it was really good. Chief, what'd you think about it? Enjoyed it. Uh, it was it was it was damn good, damn decent. Um, you know, I've always enjoyed the What If comics from way back, so I figured that I would like this. And you know, uh, once again, you know, Marvel pulls it off. I mean, this is what they do at this point. They're clutch. You know. <laughs> 
just just count it. It's just money. Garner, what did you think about it? Jeez, uh, I I don't have the words to say how impressed I was by this. Um, it was like you said, I mean, it was like a movie. I was like, dude, they really they just topped like Wonder Woman eighty four in thirty minutes, less than that. But yeah, <laughs> just like they they covered bases, they covered. I mean, they they linked back to the. MCU source material, let alone the comic book source material, and that thread the needle right there was pretty good, right? Like, I was like, okay, okay, they've leaked back to all of that. They were like, look, Peggy Carter was more of a skilled fighter at the time, so of course she would do things that Steve didn't do first off. Like, little things like that. I'm like, this is... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this is great. And then, of course, you know, the Iron Man joint, I was like... Yeah, that tracks too, and there's the energy you need, and sure, this would happen. Squid thing, I'm like, okay, all right, you know, Watchmen, we'll leave that alone. And then I was like, okay, all right. I know. And I was like, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's really cool. The ending. I was just like, that was really cool. I was like, okay, this is pretty freaking cool. Yeah. So let's see how else they do it. And it was just one little thing that changed. Nah, I don't. Let's not go upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And then right. you're like, that's right. And I had just watched um, Captain America, so I remember that little detail. Um, we, me and Bernie, wanted to watch Captain America, a three-year-old, and he was just like, I knew my grand, my his grandfather would not want to watch Captain America for obvious reasons. So I was like, I'll watch it with you, and he can watch Avengers with you. And then we watched that, so I remember that little detail, and I was like. Yeah, if they didn't go upstairs, <laughs> the whole thing would have blown up. Which it did. I loved it. It was great. Jason, you about to attention to detail. No, I, I was gonna say like, uh, going back to like the Red Skull part. Like, if you watch uh, Agents of Shield, that was bringing the Hydra God back, and that's why he got super, uh, super high versus the regular high that came back in. Uh, Agents of Shield. That's what I was like. Oh well, you guys even connected that back. That was really cool. Tying in all kinds of things, and and if, if there's anything pre Marvel or Disney Plus TV that they should connect to, it should be Agents of Shield, especially in a what if scenario where it doesn't have to matter, but it kind of does, and they can still count it. I really appreciated and love the fact that they had so many of the actors reprising their voices like Haley Atwell of course I mean she's been great throughout this deal but actually hearing her as Captain Carter made it feel like okay this is legitimate this isn't just somebody standing in for her and it felt like okay I'm watching what very well could have been a Captain Carter movie just from hearing her and I mean Sebastian Stan coming back it was just like Dominic Cooper reprising his Howard Stark role from Captain America, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., etc. Um, that was cool. We had even Toby Jones, even just like that two-second lines from his, his cameo on it. It was like, man, you guys weren't messing around. Even the bit players who had significant roles in the show actually earned the movies, came back just to do a couple lines of dialogue, which I thought was really like, man, Marvel has some super good will with their cast because they're like, sure, I'll come in for this. 
Money. That's what does it. Um, I'm sure the money helps too. It's like, oh, you're paying me? But I mean, you know how easy it would have been to be like, you know, my schedule's booked. But they were like, yeah, I'll do this. No problem. And I thought that the guy they had, you know, reprising or playing Steve Rogers sounded close enough to Chris Evans before he, you know, became Captain America, that it was cool. And Cap wasn't a major part of the thing in the sense that we needed to have super strong, super soldier version of Chris Evans talking. So that wasn't too bad either. I loved how we had Samuel Jackson in the end, you know, soldier, you right? I mean, he's just like, yeah, had a date or had a dance. And... I was really curious then, like, man, what happens next with Captain Carter? And I almost wanted to see, like, the next episode pick up with how would it look like with Captain Carter with the Avengers. And would there be any difference? Or would it just be kind of, like, same old deal because Peggy knew Howard just like Steve did. So, I mean, that's one that's just best left up to my imagination. But I thought it was really cool. Jeremy Renner was actually there too yeah that's right he was there as well and I didn't want to spoil anything but um that's not his only role next week we have T'Challa as Star-Lord Disney was kind enough to send me the first three episodes they're really good I think Captain Carter is of the three my least favorite simply because everything made sense like it was a linear path of how things would be if Peggy and not Steve took over but T'Challa's Star-Lord really explores how different it would be with T'Challa being abducted by the Ravagers as opposed to Peter Quill and when you think about it Peter Quill's a little kid just a regular life whereas T'Challa's royalty he's being raised as a king so even if they're taken at the same age T'Challa has a much different lifestyle than regular Pete. So, and there's a ton of, like, crazy cameos and voice actors. It's like, wow, you guys got them to show up for this deal? And it's one of the last performances of Chadwick Boseman. So, I mean, it's like all the feels, all the emotion from that. And it's a really good episode. And what they do is just it's crazy with the twist. The third episode is Loki on Earth. And that one really takes the concept of what if and kind of flips it like, man, there's gonna do they're gonna do all kinds of stuff like this. And again, the voice actors who show up are very surprising and it kinda of made me wish that they didn't piss off Skylar Johansson because it would be nice to have her involved in this, even if Natalia Natasha's dead. So yeah. Anyhow. So speaking of characters leaving universes, uh that Powerpuff spinoff or show that we were talking about on the CW it's going to be short one original member because Chloe Bennett was like you know what I've read the script and I've decided it's trash I don't want any more parts of this and I'm out so she's out apparently there are some issues with the change of direction on the, on, on the revised script because the first one was terrible and so she was like you know what I don't need this for my career Maybe I can get back into Disney Plus, do some Marvel shows. Quake could come and be a part of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And maybe that's how I get into this stuff. Either way, she's out. Um, I feel like from just reading those little tidbits of the script that we saw, she's making the right choice for her career. Gunner, what do you think? <laughs> what do I think? You know how like people try to cook crap? 
and then just try to spice it up with like sugar, maybe some cinnamon or whatever. But maybe the concept of cooking crap that belongs in the toilet is bad altogether. I feel like that's what this is about. <laughs> I feel like this is what Powder Puff Girls is doing. Why, the fact that we're that I even said that out loud that is a live action older Powder Power Puff Girls. It's still laughable to me that anybody lasting even that long after saying, you know what, the script sucks. Oh, the rewrites suck too. Perhaps stop putting different spices on crap and just say, we're not doing this crap. That would be a good advice. See that. That's the move. Chief, what do you think about this? Does this affect your viewing of Powerpuff? Uh, I'm looking forward to the uh, Care Bears version of this. Where they just have little uh, mask over people and they're actually Care Bears. So, yeah. Um, Don't give them ideas. Yeah. It'll be an animatronic <laughs> Care Bear that will floating around. Nah, dude, it would just yeah. be dudes running around with furry outfits. That's all. Right, with furry outfits. Ben Vereen and shit. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, man, I, you know, I, 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 what, what time slot was this? This was a nighttime slot, too, wasn't it? Oh, I mean, it was going to be a CW drama, so it was going to be, like, 8 or 9 o'clock, you know. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, what adult would be watching that? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's not Saturday morning. Uh, you wake up, you know, your, your kid is in front of the TV with a bowl of cereal watching the program. This is, you know what I mean? This is Tuesday night, 8 o'clock, and they think they were going to get enough adults to sit there and watch the Powderpuff Girls. And I don't, I just don't understand it. And, and you know, I've, of course, none of us will watch. I mean, we're, we're sane. You know what I mean? Like, I think somewhere in there, you're not right. Um, and, and that that you know what I mean? Like that's a crap of help you walk in and, and your man in his forties is watching Powderpuff Girl. Like you know what I mean? Like like he, he's crying out to you at that point. You you have to go and put an intervention or sit him down or watch him. You know what I mean? Some things are going on with him inside. Um, so I had no attention. I didn't even know till that text came across. I didn't, I didn't even know they were starting a Powderpuff show. And I was like, oh, okay, why? And that was my first question, why? And that's usually always my question, why? Why is this happening? Um, so, yeah, I, you know, I don't, I, it was probably the great choice for her. I don't even know when they presented the script to her or the, or the idea, the concept of the show that she even agreed. Like, that's, you know what I mean? Like, you know, that's, it's, it's almost one of those things where people say, well, look, this plane is going to go up and 30 minutes later it's going to crash. Uh, which seat do you want? You know what I mean? And then, you know, like, look, look, you can sit first class. We're going to put you in first class on the plane. You know what I mean? Like, no, man. What? Like, I'm good. I need to go down. I don't, you know what I mean? So, yeah, this is one of those situations where she did the right thing, man. There was no, there's no future in Powderpuff Girls. This, it's just, it's, it's silliness, man. It is network silliness. It has gotten to that phase of our lives, man, where, People with money, if they're not just shooting up in space for 11 seconds, <laughs> they're putting Powder Puff Girls on the TV for us. You know what I mean? Should I spend a billion on rocket and go to space for 11 million? Or should I spend a billion and just do Powder Puff Girls? You know? Quibi. Eh. Right. Yeah. 
I'd rather, I'd rather, you know, I'd rather the Earth get hit with a comet than go through an episode of Powderpuff Girls. So that's where we are at this at this point in time, man. I'll never watch it, and and I'm certain none of you will watch it. And you know, like I said, if you get a friend who watches it, it's time to intervene. I'll go to that intervention. So <laughs> you'll see that intervention, but you won't see. Right, I, you tell me when it happens. We'll go and pull him out of that dark hole. Good deal. <laughs> Jace, I, I don't really know if there's anything else that need to be said on that. <laughs> I'm just going to move on. <laughs> Good call. Yeah, so DC had its latest live-action movie, The Suicide Squad, arrive on theaters and... Di- Disney. <laughs> uh, gosh, HBO Max. I was oh. trying to figure out what the heck their streaming service was. But... They it's gonna change Suicide again. Squad. Yeah, Discovery Plus. Yeah, whatever. So anyhow, Suicide Squad frustrated me, and I'll tell you why. Because we got James Gunn to write it and direct it, and maybe within the first fifteen minutes, I'm like, you know what? They understand what's going on. James Gunn understands the concept of the Suicide Squad, and oh look he's doing a really good Suicide Squad movie. And that continued throughout the film. Characters are getting killed in crazy ways. The characters were having hilarious interactions with each other. And it was just kind of like, oh, right, this is how you're supposed to do something like this when you're based on a comic book. Use a comic book as inspiration. So they took all these cues they had Amanda Waller meet with the team. It's a basic concept, like something they did in every issue of the comic where there's a briefing and Waller is talking to them and they're in their balcony seats, like in theaters. And they're like, kind of like, what's going on? This sounds terrible. What a crappy mission. Why are you doing this to us? And Gunn just did that for the movie. And I'm like, yo, right away, this feels like the movie version of the comic book that I read. The characters were well-defined. He had a big ensemble at first, spoilers, and you know, he, did, he didn't care who he <coughs> killed off, and it was this sense of like, man, any of these dudes could get killed at any moment. And for a concept like the Suicide Squad, that's good. You don't want Justice League where everybody's getting killed off. You don't want the Teen Titans getting killed every two minutes by a light post or something, which is crazy, because who would get killed by a light post in Titans? That's weird. Um... But yeah, so it was really, really good. And before I get into anything else, Jace, what did you think about Suicide Squad? The Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad was the movie we should have got the first time. It was an actual Suicide Squad movie. You had the humor. It did not seem forced. It was one... James Gunn gets like irrelevant, irreverent characters and just actually makes like, oh, we can all get behind them. Very much like how Guardians of the Galaxy should not have worked is exactly how this movie worked. It was like, you guys have, and, I, and I'm going to spoil it. Like, there's a character called Ratcatcher. Ratcatcher 2. Jeff actually, Ratcatcher 2. And Jeff actually liked Ratcatcher 2 as a human being. I mean, because they actually made a story behind Ratcatcher. It was like, oh, I oh, think it's important to note that I loathe rats, mice. They terrify me. I don't like seeing them on screen, on video games. Not a fan at all. When they show them across the screen, I'm like, ah! 
I need an intervention on that. But I really like Ratcatcher 2. And I thought they did an amazing job making her a great character who I actually rooted for to survive. And, you know, I didn't care about some of them. I'm like, yeah, they killed this character. It's cool. But I wanted her to make it, even though her main power was calling rats. Sorry. It, it, no problem. Uh, I mean, that's, you had to explain that part. But there's enough characters like that. And even the most, like, what is this character doing? You're either going to laugh, you're going to laugh when they die, or you're going to root for them. I mean, it, it's those are your options. You're not going to be like, why is this person on the screen? It's just... You have three options, and you're going to enjoy them. And as much as I said, like I said last week, I think John Cena is really going to get that role, make it funny. He did. It was really like, I understand why you're coming out with a series for that character after watching that movie. It's, it's, it was, again, it's embarrassing how DC just doesn't follow, like, either use your source material or use people who kind of get your characters. If your character is supposed to be helpful... Don't make them all dope. I mean, dark and broody, man of steel. It, that's what you got. That's actually what you have Suicide Squad for. You don't have to. You have Dark Knight for that. You don't need Superman or Flash or Wonder Woman to do that. You you got other characters doing. They did it. I mean, they did a very good. I mean, James Gunn did a very good job using the Suicide Squad perfectly. Yeah, it was a weird thing because I felt like. In a lot of ways, this was the most true to the source material of any DC Extended Universe film. And I say that as somebody who's a big fan of the Zack Snyder, Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, and Justice League. I felt like what Snyder was doing was, alright, you guys don't want a Marvel movie. Okay, then I won't do that. I'm going to do my take on this. You know my style. You know how I make movies. I'll do that and it'll be different because that's what you want. No problem. And I thought he did a different version of DC characters really well. At the same time, I would have loved to have seen a Marvel Studios take on Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Justice League, because you know that would be amazing done with somebody who's like, yeah, I'll just do it like the comic book. I'll treat the characters exactly like they are in the comic book. And just imagine how much more people would have responded to those films yeah we had a release the Snyder Cut but it would have never gotten to that point if they just did how they were in the comic books like you see constantly from Marvel Chief what did you think of the Suicide Squad it was a decent movie it was a decent movie um I mean could it could it have been worse than the last one you know what I mean? I think we went in, and then that's probably also a booster because you went in like, ah, we saw that last one. So when you saw this one, you were like, oh, okay. It was better than the last one by leaps and bounds. Funny funny side note, though. I saw, you know, John Cena's in the movie. I saw Fast and Furious 9. I wonder, did he go back from Fast and Furious 9 to the Suicide Squad and was like, yo, Tyrese got this part in the movie where he takes his gun and he shoots everybody in a circle. You should put that in somehow. And then they gave it to uh, Harley. Because it reminded me of the same, like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, I've just seen this recently. I was like, yo, I just saw it from Fast and Furious. And then I was like, oh, this dude's in this movie too. I was like, yeah, that's probably, he probably went back and was like, yo, or, you know, 
Well, you know, Fast, Fast Nine came out, like, it was supposed to come out, what, last summer? So, mm-hmm. I think this was more or less the time for Suicide Squad. I don't think it was um, impacted by COVID in terms of delays. But, yeah, so he was like, yo, Tyrese got this money scene. Let's do it for Harley. Yep. Yep. So, but it was decent. I, I enjoyed it, man. Um, the first time I fell asleep on it, but that was just due to my tiredness. <laughs> and then uh, the second time, you know, I was able to watch it, and I'm like, okay, uh, you know, it's funny. People were dying, and you know, uh, I didn't expect, you know, I, I wasn't expecting that many deaths. I was just like, oh, yeah. Uh, the, like the, the first group of deaths was yeah. hilarious. It was. So, um, yeah, it, it was a decent movie altogether, man. I enjoyed it. I did not. There were two characters who died that I didn't want to die, but that's because I kind of considered them part of the core Suicide Squad, and I was like, ah, okay. But the way they did it worked for me in the context of the movie, because it's like it's, it's a Warner Brothers film. They're gonna mess around, not do anything else with the Suicide Squad. So what does it matter? Um. But I would have loved to see those characters continue in the James Gunn style version of Suicide Squad. Now, there's rumors of more, more James Gunn interaction with DC. Yeah, right. I just their track record is not the best. I don't know if I, I trust them. We're doing a Peacemaker series, so at least we know there's going to be a semi sequel that's going to be on HBO Max. I don't know what the verdict is on HBO Max shows as of yet to trust them. But if they manage to keep this same energy, the same intensity with Peacemaker as he was in Suicide Squad, it could work. The only thing I'm a little bit leery on is he played off against the rest of the Suicide Squad really well. And I'm not sure how that character works with regular non-dysfunctional people. Gunner, what do you think? I'm ready to rock and roll with it. I haven't seen the movie yet, but um, you know, let's see if they can do it right. I mean, HBO Max is you know the part two of of DC Universe, what they tried to do, and I see they've improved on Titans. They've improved on Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol was fine. Um, it's just weird. It's fine. Um, it, like it's supposed to be weird. That's how it's supposed yeah. to be. So I mean, they seem to be doing well on the Max, right? So let's see what they do with this. I'm really looking forward to Green Lantern. I didn't think I'd say that, but the more I read, the more I'm like, are they doing like an anthology style? Because it seems like they are. They are. Um, Which is great. Um, That is probably the best way to do Green Lantern live action as a series when you think about it. That takes care of continuity issues with... (laughs) <laughs> the caped one and the core, right? Like you know what I mean? Like it, was, it, it makes it makes. You're talking sense. about Alan Scott and the rest of them. Alan Scott, yes. You know, I feel like they have not done anything, so it's wide open. Like they could have done that. Like he was never really connected to the Green Lanterns in general in the comic books, in terms of the Space Force. I think they could have just done like a space cop show with Green Lantern, sure. and not even have Alan Scott in there. Um, he, you know, Stargirl is rolling, and <clears throat> I think, well, his daughter showed up in his first, you know, the season premiere. And I think they could have worked him in there easier <clears throat> than trying to fit a character who doesn't belong with the Green Lantern Corps. Because um, then it's going to be confusing because, you know, Warner Brothers wants to make sure everything is very easy to follow for its audience. Oh, of course, continuity. Yeah, it's important. I think that's a good way for the 
people that understand and trying to make good movies with the source material to skirt around Warner Brothers stupidity and be like, fine, I'll do an anthology so everybody knows it doesn't fit together. Who cares, right? You know what I mean? So I think that's... And it's unfortunate. I really think that's the move <laughs> because Warner Brothers doesn't know what the hell they're doing. They just they're like, oh, wait, no, no, we see you're doing with the source material. I think the only reason Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad, is doing well, you know, with us fans is because the first one sucked terribly no no real so you know the source material was there but it wasn't you know what i mean it was very x-men in that way and i was like yeah none of this works so i'm thinking a real suicide squad movie was just like yeah let's do it this is probably doing well so suicide squad the first one the david air version i thought had character interaction down really well i thought the cast <laughs> was good they played off each other well i liked seeing them against each other it was yeah. just simply the build-up to the villain. And the villain said it. It was like, oh, gosh, they're fighting Raisin Heads and a belly dancer. That's not good. This movie is, like, just as wild in terms of the villain, but it works because it's like, yo, this is crazy. We've got freaking Starro in this camp. We've got other villains. And it's just like they're fighting just a regular military group, which is fine for the Suicide Squad because they don't have to fight super villains. An army with overwhelming odds is more than enough for the Suicide Squad to have some trouble with. And they do, which is great. So it was good stuff. You mentioned this earlier, so let's talk about it. HBO Max, The Titans, Season 3, debuts tomorrow. What are your thoughts on this? Are you guys excited, looking forward to seeing the arrival of Commissioner Barbara Gordon and Jason Todd becoming the Red Hood? Jace. I am cautiously optimistic. Honestly, because of actually watching the season premiere last night of Stargirl. I'm like, okay, maybe you at least can figure out how to make your TV shows correctly now. Like, last three new TV shows have actually been good like Superman and Lois Stargirl and Titans has now found its way like after that really way too dark season one it kind of okay we need to get it up here this is what was super dark it's like I've watched like a fraction of it on um I think it was on TNT I was like gosh this was really dark I mean, it's like your first episode where uh, Dick Grayson bakes out F. Bruce uh, Batman. It was like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. What are we doing here? It was like, did y'all really need to go dark because there, there just wasn't enough cool teen superhero shows? It, it was like, whatever. But I think they can just do... I, I, I'm As I said, I'm always worried about how you're going to introduce Red Hood without the Lazarus Pit, without Joker... May, and I did see on the preview, you do see somebody beating the hell out of, of Jason Todd, so it's probably Joker. So Maybe it was one of those carnival clowns that, that actually killed Donna. You see me glaring at you. You see me glaring at you. I hated that. Now, it's like, that was the season. Yeah, that was the season finale. I needed them to do a little bit better. Chief, what's your excitement level for Titans? Oh, you know what? I don't even remember what happened at the end of the last time. Um, Donna so, got killed by a light post, and 
Red Hood or Jason looked on. He didn't come back with the rest of the team. And Dick became Nightwing, essentially. And oh yeah, uh, Changeling, Beast Boy may be killing people. It's been it's been like a year, right? It's been a minute. It's probably it's been a, minute. a little bit longer. So I, the longer I'm out of something, the less excited <laughs> I am for it. Um, and Titans, I don't. I'd like. I don't. You just told me the ending, and I'm like, do I remember that? And I'm like, no, nah, I don't remember. That. So my 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 excitement level right now on a scale of one to ten, with one being the lowest, is a zero. Oh man! So I'm just not. You know, I listen. I, and 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 I may see an episode, or I might see something on TV that that flashes, but I, I haven't seen. I mean, I guess you guys have had. I've seen. I haven't seen a preview. I have no excitement for. I didn't even think they were coming back with it once they canceled the DC universe. You know what I mean? Like I knew Star Girl was coming back because they were doing it on CW at the same time type thing. Mm-hmm. So it was one of those things. For example, perfect example, Daredevil. Uh, last ever year, Daredevil on Netflix. I watched the first two seasons. The third season, they said they were going to cancel it. I didn't even watch the third season. Like I keep telling so, you, you were cheating. Like, why am I invested in something? You keep telling me that. Good. Right. So I mean, if there's no, and so with this here, I didn't think there was any future in it. So I don't even know if I even registered. The, the comeback, like, you know what I mean? So, Don't call it a comeback. I'm not excited. I may see something, or you guys might come and be like, oh, this is awesome. And I'm like, oh, let me see what's going on. But then I'd have to go back, like, an episode or two of the season, the first season, to, re, re, you know, refresh my memory. Because I don't remember <laughs> anything. Yo, you can really just start with the second episode of season two. I think if you've forgotten it, just, just use season two as the start of the series. And you can fill in character gaps and anything that you miss from season two. I don't think Superboy was in it, right? Huh? Superboy was in it, right? Connor now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's yeah, not yeah. a lot that you're missing from skipping season one. It was it was a little bit too far into the, how dark can we get this? And it didn't. I mean, it was, I, I was watching it because I felt like it was going to get better, and it did. But I wouldn't necessarily feel the need to go back. And it's on HBO on, Max, so you can watch it all, you know. He's going to transfer it into, like, two animals, a tiger and something else, right? That's all he does, uh, right? No, nah, I mean, he's supposed to transform into a zoo, yeah, and they had him <clears throat> transform into a lion. I hope they do a little bit more. Yeah. I need a lot yeah. more, actually, because yeah. that was See part of his fun. Like, look at your excitement level. Look at Gravity's face. No, man, I mean, you know, that was... That was I'm excited. Thing. It was just that one, yeah, that... Yeah, the fact, I was like, is he going to change into anything else? Not... At all, right? Because it was this thing of like, all right, here's something he could easily turn into a snake or a fly, and nothing. And it's like, nope. I feel like Tired. making him a fly would be a lot earlier or easier than making him a lion every other time. Like he could be an eagle, right. you know, it's just or something. an elephant. Some I mean, elephant's a little bit bigger to, to CGI. I get that. Yeah, but he used to do that when he had to fight like big ass joints, yeah. man. Like he was like, all right, elephant time. Like he had the options. It was like right now. It's like I don't know how to do anything. I'm just yeah. going to be the lion. I mean, it's like he's learning his powers. I, I thought that's why, like, he went to Cadmus. The problem, I think, the problem is like at the end of season two, Superboy and him were basically in a park killing people. Psycho like, killers. I was like, uh, how are we gonna rehab those two? Like, you got Superboy killing folks and. A lion, which at least he could say he never changes into a lion again. 
we saw the dude with the super shirt on. He's probably a killer, so we probably should be aware of him. You can get that Superman shirt at the, the local Target. All right, so... Nope, apparently that, at the vendor. Right. There's a street vendor, if you recall. Yeah, right, right, right. So, real fast, Warner Brothers is deciding now, after Suicide Squad failed to make a billion dollars its opening weekend, to reduce the theatrical window and dump the day-in, day-out release of theatrical in Warner or HBO Max starting next year. So in 2022, their films are going to open in theaters for 45 days. And then after that, they'll go to other modes of operation, HBO Max, video on demand. What do you think about that? Smart idea or not? Because the pandemic is clearly over now. Chief, what do you think? Uh, yeah. I don't know, man. You know, you figure at some point these streaming services are going to try to get more money from you some way, somehow. Um, HBO Max, you know, you have to have HBO, right? Um, in order to, to get it. This new streaming service, I'm sure you can just download on the app, right? And just pay for the movies as you go along? Is that how it's supposed to work? No, no. You, don't HBO Max. you gotta no. go to the theaters. It, it's, what they're gonna do is the normal old school way, but before it was 90 days, now it's just gonna be 45 days. So it's a month and a half, basically. Okay, so a month and a half. I guess, I mean... Again, it's it's you're gonna look. How many stuff are you paying for now? Are you gonna you know what I mean? It's just to me, it's you're gonna pay. You're just paying quicker. No ninety day wait. Now you're paying maybe forty five days for the movie you want to see if you're gonna go see it. I mean, other than I think I went to the movies once this summer. Uh, the one we when we rented out the movie theater when we all went, and then another time I went to see. Demon Slayer, uh, the the Muzen Train uh, mm-hmm. movie, but I knew that was going to be virtually empty in there. Like, you know what I mean? So nobody's scammering back. I mean, Charlotte right. Johansson wouldn't be suing Disney if people were jumping back into the theaters like that. So uh, you know, I think you know, I think they're going to do whatever they're going to do to you know. And, and and this was the future. Let's be honest. Um, people hated going to the movies, just like. You know, like, for example, you used to go, what, six years ago, you were still buying DVDs from Best Buy. You would mm-hmm. go in, DVD Tuesday, grab your DVDs, come out. You know, you had two DVD Tuesday in your house. Like, all right, what are the new releases? And then you go on to, um, Amazon, and they're, you know, early access. Everything is early access. So you don't, you don't get off your ass to go outside anymore anyway. You know what I mean? You remember that? What's, what's that movie that, uh, Everybody just got fat, and they were just sitting in chairs, uh, floating through space, and it was a robot movie. Wally. And and you know what I mean? Wally. And everything was at the tip of their finger. Yeah. Like they never had to move for anything. We're, we're we're slowly starting to trend toward that direction where we just we can call now, bring food to the house. We don't have to leave outside for the food. We don't have to leave outside for work. We don't have to leave outside for entertainment. Uh, at what point, you know what I mean? 
pretty soon, you know, we can bring damn near anything to the house. We can't, you know, countries are closing down again. What are you going to do? You're going to get fat and float around in your chair. Well, as long as I have a hover chair, Chief. Not, and not you know what? It's coming next. All right. It yeah. is coming next. And I ordered from Amazon with just a press of my button. <laughs> All right, fellas. Well, it's that magical time of the week. Who are your nominees for Dummies of the Week? Little brother, why don't you start us off? Okay. I'm going to piggyback on last week. Gunner's uh, Dummy of the Week. My Dummy of the Week is actually Jeopardy. We're deciding to actually hire Mike Richards as the full-time host. With one caveat. Uh, when they actually have a primetime special, they're going to have my... Uh, Mayan Billick for Blossom is the host. Kind of cover up, like, hey, you know, this guy may have some sexual harassment. <laughs> he may so, have some well, issues. A little bit of rate, I mean, uh, employment discrimination suits on him. No problem. Maybe. We'll just not make him the full time host. Full time. And this this is like one of those um, employment moves where you're like, hey, he's the, he's the real host. He's the real host. At six months later. Decided to go in a different direction, you know, due to ratings. But, you know, we wish him all the best. And just instead of just continuing the search or going with everybody's favorite host, uh, I mean, Jeopardy's basically my dummy of the week. And and my dummy of the week is everybody who had their hopes up that LeVar Burton was actually going to be the host. Just because, like, come on. That, that was just the, hey, here you go. Be happy. All right, there you go. All right, time to bring yeah, in exactly. guy. All right, so that's mine. Uh, Gunner, how about you? Yeah, that's funny because, you know, black folks used to that. We were like, yeah, yeah, they ain't going to make him. <laughs> like, all white people were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, we're all like, it was nah, like the Trump, Trump election all over again. Yeah. It was Dave Chappelle's uh, skit with Chris Rock. <laughs> you were surprised? No. Oh, what did I was there. like, really? You really think so? Um, my dummies, I don't really have one that's for real. I guess I'll just go with Cuomo. For his apology or correction, I'm designing slash apology, but not really apology speech. Like, I'm sorry, but you know, this is how I am type of speech. I was like, dog, that's not an apology. Like, any married man knows that's not an apology. There's no an apology with a butt. <laughs> All, right. The butt. Yeah. All right, Chief, who's your nominee? I'm going to bring me with Gunner here. I, I don't know why it took him so long to resign. You know, once they get that taste in your in your mouth, dude, they it's not that it's not like it used to be, man. You know what I mean? Uh, dude, we all knew eventually you'd have to. If I knew it from my couch, you had to know you had to resign from from you know what I mean from your position at some point. I don't know when he was hanging on to the end of the summer. Um, you know what I mean? I'm like, dude, what are you doing out here? You gotta go, dude. You know you gotta go. Those summer benefits. It's no way. Hmm? The summer benefits kicked in. It must have been, man. He must have been waiting oh. for that summer heat to end so he didn't have to carry the boxes out the uh right. the government. He, he didn't want his people having to, to move in 100-degree temperatures. You know what I mean? Like, right. dude, they... And then... You know what's funny, man? I don't understand... Why do you think you're going to get away with it in this clock? You know what I mean? Like... It was there was a time where you could feasibly think you were gonna get away with it. Like I can do these things. Like now, dude, you like you definitely can't do those things. I don't, you know, it's just weird to me, man. Just to see like a dude like keep your keep your hands off of women, man. You know what right. I mean? Like, well, 
Like, stop touching. Let's stop touching people. Period. Yeah, and it's we weird don't because it's, it's never just one. It's always like multiple. It's like, dude. I mean, yeah. don't you realize the more you touch, the more people who are gonna come out. Like, if it's one person, I don't know her. She's crazy, and people are like, eh, maybe. maybe. But when it's like ten or twenty, it's like, oh come on, dude. What are you doing? Plus text messages. Like you just oh, hang with everybody. Right. It's like no. You just right. sitting in your office like, hmm. Danielle. Marcy. Come through. Like, what are you doing, dude? No, you just call people to the office trying to hand? You're not the principal. You don't call anybody to the office. All right. Well, fellas, next week we're back with T'Challa's Star Lord, because I cannot wait to hear your thoughts on that episode of What If. We're gonna talk about Superman and Lois's season finale and the Bad Batch season finale too because i haven't talked about omega in so long and um yeah we're going to talk about titans and a whole bunch of other cool stuff and maybe free guy if anybody decides to check it out gunner i want to hear your thoughts on suicide squad too all right so that's it thank you as always for rolling with me fellas thank y'all out there for listening this episode of Lyle's movie files has been filed <laughs>